Hi friends, and welcome to the Be Nourished podcast, where we talk about the nourishing things in life, relationships, food, jobs, dreams, and everything in between. Today we have Miss Naomi. She is a bomb hand letterer and graphic designer. She's done a lot of work for She Reads Truth, which is where she and I intersected. And I'm sure you've seen her work if you're a part of that group. But also, she sells her stuff in her own shop. So she's incredible. She's always kind of had this artistic eye. But she talks to us today about how she launched into selling her stuff and her dream for what she wants to do. I love how she wants to bring others along with her and really spread the word about people who hand letter um, and just make it awesome. So this is a really fun one. Um, It's so interesting to me as someone who tries to be creative and sort of is creative but can't draw or hand letter or graphic design. It was so cool to listen to her process and how she does all that. So without further ado, here is Naomi. Okay, Naomi. So welcome to the podcast and just tell us all about you, girl. amazing um I was gonna I'm so curious about the hand lettering and the graphic designing because I remember when I was in college I took like art classes for a hot minute and it felt like Mm -hmm. such a divide between like it felt like you either had to choose graphic design or like doing I don't know what else to call it besides like hands-on art I don't know if that's the right way to put it like painting and watercoloring and oils and all of that so do you find that to be true, or did you like both, or did you choose one or the other, and now you just kind of do both, or is it not even really a distinction, and I'm just making it a distinction? <laughs> no, you're not making it up. That's definitely, I feel like, how it feels in art school. Like, I mean, graphic designers are technically still in, like, art school, but it does feel kind of like it's a whole separate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I used to, I used to be, like, totally against graphic design, and I thought it was, like, cheating at art, like, <laughs> using a computer, and not actually, um, making real art, I was always into, like, drawing and painting, um, and then I kind of discovered through printmaking, which is kind of, so, like, people that make, like, t-shirts and posters and stuff like that, um, that those were kind of, like, the original graphic designers, and that it was still, like, very hands-on, and that was kind of how I was kind of like my gateway into graphic design was like printmaking was kind of like a mix of um like hands-on but still like graphics um and then I took like a just like a 
intro course to graphic design when I was a, a junior in high school, and I just fell in love with it and realized, like, oh, I can take my drawing, and it doesn't have to just live on a piece of paper. Like, I can use these tools to make prints from it and do all sorts of things from it. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how it found design. So um, neat. But I feel like I still always missed more drawing, and that was kind of what led me to hand lettering, so it could be, like, a mix of it. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I kind of feel that way about, um, you know, there's the whole debate of books, paper books versus like a Kindle. I just can't with Kindles. I mean, nothing against them. I just, I love a paper book and I have like so many bookshelves full of books. It's kind of insane, but I can't bring myself to do a Kindle situation. I just can't. I don't know. It's to uh-huh. me, it's almost like, like I also drink hot coffee in the summer because it it feels like man I just want the nice comfy cozy coffee but I'm also sweating so I don't know. <laughs> Very no, I'm cool. the same way. I definitely prefer the tangible, and I feel like lettering is kind of my way to not be staring at a screen all the time. Yeah. When you're a designer, it can be just like you're alone in a room just staring at a screen all the time. So yeah, yeah I definitely love totally the physical quality of it. So have you always been artistic in this way? Like has lettering, like have you always been drawing and stuff? Or did it, is it something that you cultivated as you got older? Um, obviously always have been drawing and, and artistic in a way. Um, I just, yeah, it was something I was always just kind of actually good at and wanted to continue. Um, and for a while I knew that I wanted to have a career in art. I didn't really know what that was going to look like. Um, at the time, but I kind of knew that throughout high school that I was going to do something with art. Yeah. It's so neat. I, I secretly wish I was an artist. I dabble in the drawing situation, but I never took instruction well in art class. <laughs> so I find it fascinating when, and there's a ton of people on Clayton's side of the family who are extremely artistic, but they're artistic in like 55 ways. And I think that's pretty true. Like, if you have the creative spark in you, you can pretty much do anything. I bet you I bet you are like that, for sure. If you can hand letter and graphic design, then you can do anything. <laughs> I'm just feeling I can do anything. That's but. right. That's how I feel, anyway. Well, do you do any other, like, do you do photography or anything, or you just stick to the, the graphic design and hand lettering? Um, yeah, I'm actually, well, I just got a nice camera, and I'm trying to get better at photography. Um, but for a while, I would say that I was, like, very bad at photography. <laughs> it's hard. The, like, buttons I didn't understand, all the settings. It didn't yeah. make any sense for me. Totally. Yeah, I was in, um, I was in Alaska visiting my uncle who lives there. And he had a nice camera and lent it to me. And I think he thought that I knew how to use it. Mm. And, like, I'm taking all these pictures. And then I put them on my computer. And they're all, like, black. oh that's so funny that's me though that's totally me I'm also I don't know I just want to know how to do things I don't really want to take the time to learn that probably says something about me but I just um I just I want a nice camera so bad but I know that it would require me to actually figure out how to use it and I'm like I don't know if I really want to go through that so that's why plus they're expensive you know you can't buy it for nothing so I feel that so funny so you sell all your stuff now. Is that something that you always saw yourself doing? Or how did how did your business start? Did you just wake up one day and you were like, you know what? I think I'm going to start selling stuff. Like, how did that happen? 
Um, you know, it's kind of a process. So actually when I was in high school and I was doing printmaking, I kind of had like very small business, but I was printing t-shirts all the time for people, mostly like clubs at my school. Um, and I made like our class t-shirts for like your graduating year. Um, so I feel like I've always been like entrepreneurial mm-hmm. in a way and always knew that I like ideally wanted to work for myself in some way. Um, so I was doing lettering mostly just like just for fun. I was just posting it on Instagram and that was kind of the whole, like that was the end result of it was it lived on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And um, my sophomore year of college, there was, um, my university has its own art gallery and they were going to be putting on a show about faith-based artists. So like people from all different faiths and how their faith influences their art. And a campus pastor nominated me to be like representing like Christian. And yeah. And so that was really, that was the first time I ever like saw them move from Instagram into real life. It's funny, all my early pieces are all squares because at the time you feel like those squares on Instagram. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so good. I love that. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like normal that when you have your work in that gallery, you can choose to sell it. Mm. And so that was the first time I ever sold any of the pieces. So I think a couple sold that night. And then I had people asking me, like, do you have an Etsy shop? Do you have an Etsy shop? Oh, wow. Um, so I was like, okay, I guess I'll make one of those then. So neat. So um, basically everybody loved yeah. everything you did, and they were like, you have to do this or else we're going to cry because we need to have your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. <laughs> well, I get it because your stuff is amazing. And honestly, I feel like it is very difficult to make scripturally based things and it not be cheesy. Like, why is that so hard? I don't know. But I, so much of what I see, it's nuts to me. And I think that's why your stuff is so good. I mean, it's just amazing. I love everything that you do, honestly, because I, I might want a nice scripture saying, or like a quote or whatever, or even you've done Christmas cards in the past and we, we got some from you last year. I don't want it to Uh be cheesy y'all. Like, I don't know. Why is that so difficult? (laughs) It's like, really? Come I'm on. Either. It's crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, to me, it just, like, it just seems so natural that, I mean, God's word is so beautiful that you should make it look beautiful when you write it out or freezing yeah. it or something. Totally. Yeah. It is, I feel like it doesn't come naturally. I mean, there's sometimes when, like, you hear a verse and it's very, it can, like, feel very literal Mm-hmm. Kind of, you have to like, kind of fight that to not just make something that, um, I don't know, is just like very literally representing the verse and more representing the real meaning yeah. behind it. Yeah, definitely. And people just don't, they don't fight that. They just go right. for what comes to mind and usually ends up being cheesy. Ugh, I can't. It's just too much. I love, um, I don't know if it's your most recent, but the one, it's like Milwaukee, and it has, I think it's leaves behind it, or is it flowers? The one that's black, it's like black, um, it just says Milwaukee, I think, and it has like your, the, it's a sticker, I saw it as a sticker, oh my gosh. I was like, that is amazing. I don't even live in Milwaukee, never even visited, but I might buy that. I mean, it is so cute. (laughs) Seriously. Funny. I have a number of people say that. Like, I wish I lived there. It's like, I know. 
It looks so good. I mean, really, I, that's, I love it. I love that you have chosen to use God's word as your main source of like artistic stuff, but it's not like, I don't know. It's not cheesy. It's, it's, I can't reiterate that enough because that's, it's just so important. Like if I want to decorate my home with stuff that is meaningful and is going to really impact someone, maybe in the, a really positive way, I don't want it to be goofy. So anyway, mm -hmm. this is a word out there to anybody who's starting a business about hand lettering scripture. Don't make it goofy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you started your Etsy shop, which is amazing. So fun. And we're going to tag that in the show notes so people know where to go. But I am so Thanks. curious about your, your creative process. So like, how do you go about designing a piece? Like, do you just read the scripture and then go straight to designing? Or like, is there a process for you? How does that work? about uh, my favorite thing about lettering is that kind of my journey and progression of skill in lettering has really been matched in like the increase of knowledge that I have of the Bible um, when I like first started lettering I felt like it was always really hard to come up with like a quote to letter that either like was clever enough or like hasn't been done a million times already yeah. and so kind of like for my own lack of creativity I started to like turn to the Bible like hmm, what's like a verse that I enjoy that I could letter and then just the more I was reading the word the more I was inspired by certain verses to letter and then the more I was lettering like if I decided that I really wanted to try out a certain style then I would again turn to the Bible to look for what I could use it for what kind of matches the meaning of the visual style I'm thinking of and so, yeah, sometimes I think of, like, a lettering style first. Like, oh, I really want to try this out because I, I really like trying new things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like I do have a style, but, like, there's a few things that I feel like, you know, are common you can recognize in my work, but I still don't want to always be making the same things. Right. So, yeah, either, like, think of a style that I want to try first, or, yeah, as I'm reading, there'll be certain verses that stick out to me that, I know I want a letter, but I don't know how yet. Or sometimes it'll be, like, really clear, like, I want to do it in this style, mm. this imagery. So neat. What do you feel like is the hardest part about that? I mean, you may have mentioned it already, but what is the hardest part about taking something that you've heard or read and then wanting to put it down that is beautiful but not, like, over the top? Like, what what is so hard about that? <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like trying to make sure doing something that is truly creative and then also I mean I think to me I feel like there's a fine line between like there's a lot of maybe like church graphic designers that make really good looking work and it's very like eye-catching and very nice looking but it doesn't really have meaning mm. and so sometimes that can be the hard part like it I want it to be more than just pretty I feel like for each piece, if I can't explain, like, why I lettered it in that way or chose those colors or something like that, then it, like, still needs more. Yeah. That is an interesting point. I feel like, yeah, I mean, I, obviously, I don't do graphic design, but that has got, that has got to be a hard balance to strike, especially when you're using scripturally based things. I mean, you're not just using, like, not that quotes from other people aren't important, but, like, this is scripture, you know, and so... 
using that and making that beautiful, which is, I want to talk about too, um, She Reads Truth, which is kind of where you and I met. They do that as mm-hmm. well. They're really, She Reads Truth, I love that they're so focused on taking the inherently beautiful word of God and making it just more beautiful, enhancing that. And I like what you mm-hmm. said about, you know, being careful to do that um, instead of just, you know, making something that's visually stunning, but maybe doesn't really say much versus, or, or making something that like has the little verse, but you're like, ugh, I wouldn't buy this because it's not, yeah, you know. Exactly. So tell us about how you got to She Reads Truth. Did, is that something you like, were, were you an intern or how did that all start? I can't even remember. Yeah, so I have been following Series Truth for a while, and they were actually, I feel like, played a really big role in my faith walk as well. Like, I initially just started following them just to see the lettering that they would post on Instagram mm-hmm. as I was beginning to letter. I didn't even know that they had, like, daily Bible readings for the longest time. Um, and then I finally realized that they had um, these daily studies you could do, and I started doing it and just loved it. And it was really kind of the first time that I realized, I guess, how little I had, I knew about the Bible. I thought I knew more than I did mm. until I was starting to read it every day. And I feel like it was the first time I realized that, like, the entire Bible points to Jesus. Um, yeah. And so I just loved, yeah, their heart for um, the things that they wrote each day and then the, obviously their artwork and everything and I always thought that would be so cool to work there but that'll never happen mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which is crazy and then one day they post on Instagram that they were looking for an intern um, and yeah I live in Milwaukee I've, I'd never been to Nashville before I'd never lived anywhere else I'd only been away from home for like a week or two at a time mm-hmm. um but I was like, I don't know if I got it, what I would even do, where I would even stay, but I just feel like I have to apply. Um, and then I applied, like, pretty late one night, um, maybe, like, 10 p.m. I sent in, like, my email with my portfolio, and then the very next morning, they emailed me back wanting to schedule an interview. Oh, wow. Which was just, like, crazy. Yeah, I, like, I remember I was, like, sitting in my job at, I had a campus job, and it was very boring um I got the email and I literally just like had tears in my eyes I was like oh my god I'm feeling so boring right now but this is super exciting yeah yeah so then I did a Skype interview with them and it went really well and so there were two other interns that summer and I ended up rooming with one of them Shelby if you remember her yeah she was a social media intern yeah so her and I were roommates with some, um, we stayed at a woman's house, um, some connection that Shelby had through her church, and, uh, yeah, so I lived there for a summer interning with them, and uh, I honestly tell people, like, it was the best summer of my life, because, yeah, I mean, I feel like everyone I met was so amazing, um, and it was really the first time, yeah, I had been away from home that long, I didn't even know, like, could I do this, Mm. um, and I ended up loving it. I felt like, yeah, just that whole summer, every single thing I was doing was just, like, creating for the Lord. Like, yeah. if I was at She Reads Truth, and then I would leave She Reads Truth and do my own lettering for my own pieces. And that was when I feel like I really started to make lettering pieces that, um, I don't know, 
kind of stuck the test of time better and really ended up propelling my business and everything. Yeah. And I learned so much from She Reads Truth, too. Well, I just remember, like, drooling over the work that you did. I mean, just really, like, thought it was so good. And it. I just love... That's one of the things I love the most. I mean, because I was... I just basically wanted to work there. I didn't care what they made me do. I was like, I'll just work. Like, (laughs) whatever. And the prints, like, the prints that they had were one of Mm -hmm. my favorite parts. The prints... I mean, I love their studies. I love what they do. But the prints, I was like, dang, these are beautiful. I just... I was, like, jumping at the opportunity. If ever there was a print that got, like... Print, printed wrong or there was one tiny speck on it that was maybe off I was like please give it to me <laughs> I'll take it <laughs> so I loved it yeah I thought your work was so beautiful and you're still doing some stuff for them which is really cool I know that they just released the advent study for this year and didn't you design the tote yeah I did so pretty I love it Thank you. It's also a yeah, plug. Everybody go get your... Part. I think that ends... Well, by the time we release this podcast episode, it'll already be done. But yeah, everybody go to She Reads Truth and get an Advent book because it's beautiful and get all of Naomi's work as well. Their <laughs> 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 stuff is so good. Agreed. Very cool. Well, okay, so now, right now, you're working on your house, aren't you? I've seen some pictures of you guys like doing some house stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're not doing any like major renovations like knocking down walls or anything like that but um yeah just slowly trying to improve our home um yeah it's just been super fun that's something well my husband and I we like met and were married in less than a year um (laughs) which is crazy and before that I just always like pictured when I graduated college I would still just be like staying in apartments and mm-hmm. just always renting I never like thought I would afford a home in my life um or anything so yeah it's just been super fun I feel like um so I do like Naomi Paper Company my prints and everything and that is super fun um but then the other half of my business is freelance work still um which I still really enjoy but definitely turns kind of your creative outlet into mm, work yeah and I felt like I was kind of missing a creative outlet in a way yeah like it was not that it was like taken away from me but I feel like I needed something else to be creative in that wasn't a job and so kind of decorating our home and improving it has kind of become that thing which is really fun yeah I've heard that I've heard artistic people say that you know, you have to you have to be creative with your creativity, if that even makes sense. Like, I have a good friend um, I graduated with from high school, and she um, said mentioned something the other day. I guess it was on Instagram or something, but how you don't just wake up all the time with all this creativity just like flowing through you. You know, you have to cultivate yeah. it, and you have to find it, and you have to be inspired and go to new places and do new things. And you know, you can't just. It's not like it's just there all the time which I've heard lots of creative people say so I think it's cool that you're using Mm -hmm. your house as a way to kind of spur on some of that creativity because this is your full-time job right the um, freelancing and your lettering is your full-time thing right yeah it is that is so cool Naomi that is so neat I'm so I feel so proud of you I'm just like good for you girl because that can be very hard so that's really cool thanks I love that yeah I'm so grateful that I get to be able to do this full time yeah and everything and really focus on it 
So neat. Well, what is your like dream? Do you have a dream for your business or are you just kind of taking it a day at a time? I have like 50 dreams all at once. <laughs> same girl, same. Yeah, um, I feel like the biggest dream is, I, mean, I feel like every maker always wants like their own brick and mortar store. Mm. Um, so like I would love that. But also, like I had a realization that kind of like all of the art in my home was all by other like Christian artists and makers. Mm. And I just love that and that I feel like my work is very like, it has scripture very directly um, biblically related, um, but there's so many other like amazing Christian makers where like maybe looking at their work offhand, you wouldn't know that they're Christians. Um, I think that's just so beautiful to know the heart behind their pieces, and I would just love to have a store where it would you know be my work, but alongside all of theirs as well, just like this collection of really beautiful work that's all created to glorify God mm-hmm. um, because there are times where you're, um, so I have like some of my work in local stores which is really cool but it's all like they only ever want the stuff that says Milwaukee they never want something uh, that yeah. over something <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> and stuff so sometimes it's like I mean I don't ever feel like I have to hide my faith but it doesn't really feel like celebrated sure um, and there are times where yeah just different I feel like other hand letters maybe get more recognition or more notice um, than something that is, you know, that someone sees as religious. So, yeah, just a space where that's really celebrated um, and invited because of that, not that anyone has to hide it. Sure. Yeah. And I love um, the idea of a brick-and-mortar store because it's like what we said earlier, like, hold on to the paper. I want a paper book. I want a hot coffee. Like I want, I want the physical thing in my hand and I can just see myself browsing through a store full of nothing but prints. I would die. I mean, really, I would have to buy everything and I don't even have space for that, but I would do it because it's so beautiful and there's something about the physical tangible. I don't know. I just, I think that's really cool. I, I am cheering you on. I'd love to, and I'll visit Milwaukee for that girl. I will. I have no yeah, reason to go up there, but I will for that. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. I love that. Brick and mortar. Well, maybe by 2019, that will be happening, Naomi. I'm speaking it into life for you. Okay, yeah, pray for me. Very cool. Very cool. Lofty goal, but... Yeah, no, nope. you know what? I say do it. Go for it. You never know. Like, my, like, smaller dream before that is, like, maybe launching a podcast back in 2019 or... Where I interview kind of those people that I envision being in that store and things like that. Oh, that's a good idea. Podcasting is fun. It can be challenging, but it's really fun to just talk about stuff, you know? I feel like I do this anyway, so might as well just put it out there for other people to hear. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. That is so neat. I I love, um, like, I'm obsessed with documentaries and I think I've watched the Eagles documentary like five times and I love me some Eagles music, but I'm not like obsessed, but it's just the story. Like I want to know about people's lives and I find it so the podcast I like the most are the ones where they interview people and you just hear about what makes them who they are and how they got to where they are. I think I find that fascinating. So I think that'd be cool. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel like yours is in a way. Uh, I hear 
I hope so. I hope so, yeah. (laughs) I just think it's fun. I think it's really interesting what people, like, what makes people tick and what got them where they are and why they chose what they chose. And and I think, too, I mean, artistry is hard, I think. I mean, this is a creative endeavor of mine, and it is hard. You know, it's fun, but it's it's not easy. And I think anytime we can promote other people who are doing hard things but that are beautiful, like, let's do that because... I don't know. I just think, it, especially in social media world, because that's where a lot of people market these days, I think, that is really hard. Social media to me is so confusing and very difficult. But, <laughs> you know, I'm like, let's promote mm-hmm. all the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's so funny when I listen to podcasts that are, yeah, someone basically end up telling their life story. And, like, I have no idea who this person is, but somehow you're still, like, engulfed in it. And you oh, yeah. want to hear the whole thing, yeah. Absolutely. It's really cool how you just don't even realize how much you crave, like... Mm-hmm. other human stories and stuff like that connection for sure I mean the, I can't count the amount of times I've been driving down the road like cheesing just real s- smiling about this one story or crying like just you know you just get so wrapped up in it it's true Yeah. it's so good though it's so good well that's cool so we'll be on the lookout for it what, do you know what you would call it um I'm thinking I want to call it the Joy of It podcast. Ooh. I would say that I'm lettering for the joy of it. To kind of like, what are these other artists doing for the joy of it? I like that. That's catchy. And you're you're gonna have a bomb graphic too because like, <laughs> I need to get you to design one for me. I just had a light bulb moment. I need to pay you to design one for yeah. me. I just like threw slap something together one day. So I need to do that. I mean, not that you're not like so busy, but that I bet your your graphic's <laughs> gonna be bomb. That's cool. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Very neat. Thanks. Okay, so here at the Be Nourished podcast, we ask people, what is nourishing you now? This could be anything. This could be like chapstick or like your favorite TV show or salsa or ever, all of that. So what's nourishing you now? <laughs> um, I feel like it's really been my small group I like, yeah, the small group Bible study I'm in, that group of young women. Um, I just never realized, like, not that I was, I don't know, basically, like, how lacking I was before this, like, not having that community. It's just been so powerful. I feel like in high school, almost all of my friends were guys, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought we wouldn't, like, talk about important things, but, you know, it's just sure. not, it wasn't really on a deeper level, and wasn't people in my life that were, like, solely there just to lift me up and pray for me and everything like that so yeah that's just become such an integral part of my life and then I'm hoping to start my own small group soon to hopefully share the love with other young women that don't have that I just can't imagine my life now without it sure that's really neat You know, I think I see in you this, like, string of really wanting to spur people on. You know, you mentioned you could easily start a brick-and-mortar store just for you and just for the things you design, but your heart is to bring other people along, and now you're wanting to do a small group for other people. I just think that's really neat. I like that you have that spirit about you that you're wanting to kind of include others in in what you're doing. I think that's really cool. Thanks. Yeah, I feel like, not that I have, like, the world's biggest platform, but... Um, I just feel like 
whatever I have, I should try to use it for that. And honestly, it is hard for me. You're into the Enneagram, right? Yes, definitely. What number are you? <laughs> I'm a three. Oh, yes. So fun. <laughs> you know, I don't, ha- I don't know yeah. enough threes. I need more threes in my life. I like yeah. that. Yeah, you probably do. We're the mm-hmm. best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I feel like it is, like, internally, it is kind of, like, hard for me to put the spotlight on others, but, like, that's why I try to do it so much to try to, like, fight that part of me. Mm-hmm. In a way. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. That means you're a healthy three. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get that. I get that. Totally. Very cool. Well, Naomi, I think your stuff's amazing. How do people get in touch with you? I know Instagram, but like, tell us all of your handles, Etsy, all the things, and I'll tag it in the show notes so people can get it, but go ahead and tell it for us. Cool. So my website where you can look at and purchase all my products is naomipaperco.com, and then I am at Naomi Paper Co on Instagram and Facebook and Facebook is where I post like whenever I do local events and stuff like that so if you happen to be from Wisconsin that's where you can find me in real life oh man so cool are you doing any Christmas stuff this year or no um like shows or what do you mean well I know last year didn't you have you still have some Christmas prints I think in your shop but didn't you do some you did like Christmas cards last year or, or no am I making that up yeah, I did. Yeah, I did, um, like, Christmas greeting cards and a yeah. couple of um, Yeah, and then I did what you ordered, like, the customizable yep. Christmas cards, like, that you can put in your family photo. So I'm trying to launch, like, a couple new designs for that. So. Oh, my gosh. I can't um, wait. The holidays just, like, sneak up on me. I know. I know. That's why I feel like a lot of people don't do it because it's so intense. I mean, and it's so much work, I'm sure. And then you don't get to enjoy, like, your actual holiday. So that's why I was curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. But, yeah, well, that's why I have some stuff. Well, everybody, run, don't walk, because it's amazing, and I'm about to buy that Milwaukee sticker, even though I don't live there, because I love it. <laughs> it's so good. I'm serious. It's so good. <laughs> well, Naomi, thank you so much for coming. This has been such a joy to chat with you. I love everything you do. Seriously, I'm not just making this up. And go to She Reads Truth, go to your Etsy shop, go to all the things, because your stuff is just everywhere, and you're going to be famous and amazing. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I really enjoy your podcast a lot. Thank you for saying that. Okay, I know I was basically fangirling the whole time, but I'm serious. I really do legitimately love her work. We loved our Christmas cards from last year. I love all the prints that she does. She's so creative, and I just I think she's impressive. So seriously, go to her website. I've listed it in the show notes, but it's NaomiPaperCo.com pretty simple. Check out what she's got and then stay tuned for what she's going to have for Christmas time because it's amazing. And as always, don't forget about our Instagram, Be Nourished Podcast. That's where I announce all the things. Hope you guys have an awesome, awesome rest of your week and do something nourishing for yourself and maybe for someone else too. Okay. See you next week. (laughs) 